Yeah. One, two, three. I'm finding his family if I'm number two, right? I'm uh, tracking them down. I'm you saying, would think hey, they're I'm, in the stands. I'm at your grandma's house. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> Don't look outside. This is a human being, right? It's, I, I think I, so. I get, <laughs> so it's not like, I think that he sees himself, DeJounte, as maybe above someone else just because he's in the NBA, right? You're listening to the Gather Step. Gather Step. Gather Step. Gather Step. Gather Step podcast featuring Trill Gene and Bait Boomwall. Welcome to the Gather Step Podcast. I'm Bake Boonwall. I'm Trail Gene 214. And this is a podcast about hoops, but we put a comedy spin on it. And we usually talk about lists, top three, things like that. Um, anything that's funny, anything that's, I guess, engaging, right? You would say? Yeah. I think that there's more aspects to basketball than just like basketball. It's a lot of funny shit. And, you know, the league in itself is probably the the league that I think is the funniest out of all sports leagues. There's a lot of characters in the NBA. There's a lot of history in the NBA. And, you know, I'm just excited to talk about it. Yeah, man, I'm excited too. You know, I'm excited to get into these top three lists we have. We have about five top three lists today. And we just want to make our predictions. And if you guys... Uh, want to maybe look on some Vegas Insider or FanDuel for some futures. Uh, down the road, we're looking to bet on some of these picks, um, preseason picks, predictions, things like that. Uh, you want to start off with our top three MVP? Yeah. Um, so for the season, um, I have at number one, I'm going to go with Joel Embiid. Uh, my reasoning for that is that Joel the, Embiid. Yeah. The media wants it, man. The okay. media wants it. Okay. Jokic went in back-to-back seasons. <clears throat> Sixers fans were basically crying at the end of last season, okay. like on their hands and knees, pleading to uh, fucking the NBA, just like all the all the voters, like Joel Embiid de- deserves it. I don't think he did, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm a Nuggets fan. I'm from Denver. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, an, a I'm an Irish fan. I'm from Dallas. Go ahead. I'm always going to have a bias to Nikola Jokic. It's just what it is. This is not unbiased. Uh, in any form, I'm always going to be biased. Um, but Joel Embiid, if he stays healthy, that's the biggest key. If he stays healthy, there's voter fatigue with Jokic. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What do you think Joel Embiid is going to average? I'm talking about points, rebounds, assists, 2022, 2023. Well, he averaged, what, 33 last year? Let me see. Just because I feel like, I mean, let's let's look at what he averaged last year, right? Mm. And then let's extrapolate that data next year. Because we're not just going to say, so this is, for example, I don't know how many points Joel Embiid scored in 2022, 2021. Um, it was 30.6. So you think 30.6. You think this, and what it could... Do you have the stats up where it was two years ago where we're talking about 2019 to 2020? I would like to see those stats too. 23 points, uh, 11.6 rebounds. Injury year, right? Uh, That year he played 51 games. Yeah, injury year, 51 out of 82. So he went from 26 points. 23. 23, even less. 23 points in 2018? 2019. 2019, 2022, or 2020. But here, here, here's the kicker, right? Okay. 2018, he averaged 27.5, and, and he had he played 64 games. Is Joel Embiid going to score or average more than 30 points over and under, figure it out, 
2022 He's going to score over 30 points. Over 30 points. And that's how he's going to get MVP. Okay. I mean, it's a I good think, take. It's th- a good take. I think that there's definitely going to be contenders mm-hmm. uh, besides Joel Embiid. Absolutely. Um, Who's your next one? My number two is Luca Poopa Dog Shit. Hold up. You see the hat? Yes, sir. Salad. Because in 2020, COVID year, Dallas, you, salad is upside down, right? Because <laughs> Dallas in 2020, because of COVID, was upside down. It's upside down. Go ahead. The whole world was upside down. Whole world was upside down. Go ahead. All right. So Luca, it's gonna be tough for him uh, being a white guy, uh, just because white boy. Jokic just won back to back, right? Yes. A white guy three years in a row. Who knows? I mean, I just don't think that that's. I don't know. I mean, it, that's that's the dead. only thing that I think is gonna hold him back. Absolutely. I think he's got a team around him. That may not be a top team in the West, but Jokic shouldn't have a top team in the West. If Yo- if if Luca manages to get the Mavericks into home court advantage mm-hmm. through the first uh, first round, so like top, top four. four mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't see who else there would cause nobody. him to not have absolutely MVP, nobody. Right? Mavs fan, mf mffl hashtag Mavs fan for life. Absolutely, I agree with this man. Go ahead, keep going. Talking about yeah. Luca. I mean, they have what Spencer Dinwiddie. Yep. They lost Jalen Brunson. Nope. Mm-hmm. They got. I hate him. They lost Chris Stapps, which I mean, let's be honest, nobody it's, fucking cares. No one cares about Chris Stapps. Next, sorry. like who? Who else do they have on there? Um, THJ is supposed to come back. Um, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you, bro? He's th- he's gonna be th- the same guy. Can we? Can we pu- same can we, exact guy. Okay. That's he's gonna good. he's gonna score fifteen. Be injured half the year. I don't know about the injury, but I'll take the 15 all day, 15 points off the... But if you want to be a top four in the West, the West is crazy. Mm -hmm. You need to have either... Luka is on this crazy level, Mm. which is going to put him in the MVP almost guaranteed. I think so. Or you need to have someone else that's scoring 20, 22-ish. Yeah. Especially with Luka being a facilitator. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Who's that? Um, Christian Wood. Christian Wood. I forgot about Christian Wood. Absolutely. You said 20 at least? I, I think I think Christian Wood's about 18. You're not giving him the two points? Nope. No. I th- so I think with Christian Wood, this is something that's going to help Luka Doncic a lot because Luka Doncic is definitely someone that could take it into the paint, dish it out. He could handle the ball and just shoot it. He doesn't need to pass it. You know, there's, there's some... For you math fans out there, you know this. There's some possessions out there where Luca will take it 94 feet all the way, him be the only one to touch it and just shoot it just because he's that guy, right? So we're going to have Christian Wood. He's going to definitely contribute. And the fact that I even brought up THJ, um, and in this case, we're talking about Luka Doncic getting the MVP nod. And THJ, I feel like, is going to be instrumental like that. We can look up the statistics. We don't need to right now. But whenever you have somebody like Luka Doncic that has a corner three, um, three-pointer accurate, someone that could just take it to the top of the key and just maybe even jump into the mid-range, someone like that where it's just a catch-and-shoot like um, person, shooter, scorer, like, like Tim Hardaway Jr., I feel like that just that just spaces the floor and that's what Luca needs to facilitate inside and through the lane. Um, but yeah, I mean, we did lose. I mean, we have Spencer Dinwiddie. I feel like he's, he's going to be, you know, 20 plus also. And even if he's coming off the bench, I feel like he could get that easy. Uh, you don't think he'd get 20? No, 
I think Hold Spence- up. So let me let, let, oh, Sorry to cut you off Go ahead But This You're saying You're not giving my guy Two points with Christian Wood You're saying mm-hmm. he's gonna average 18 and not 20 Yeah Well how much did Christian Wood Even average You know I Last think, year I think probably 18 honestly Okay well then I think my man's is due For some upgrade Maybe even just two points But let's that's see, just Let's me. see where Christian Wood Was at so Christian Wood is only going to average 18. This is what this guy says. And then he says, you say that Spencer Dinwiddie... Average exactly 18. 17.9. I can see how you could say that he's going to be upgraded now that he has a better facilitator. In whoa, 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 whoa. Better facilitator. One of the best facilitators in the NBA. Top three at least. Two top three. The facilitator. Absolutely. We can look up Lucas Assist. But I, I, I'm... I mean, Who he's else not. Is, is he is he averaging double digit assists? I think he's averaged eight or nine. Yeah, I mean, he does bring anyway, the ball, bringing the ball up absolutely. and averaging eight or nine probably doesn't put you in top three though. Jokic is averaging eight or nine, and he's not even bringing the ball up most of the time. Okay, well now I, let's look so, at Chris Paul brings the ball up, and he's averaging probably ten ish. I don't like probabilities. We'll have to look this up. I don't know, Sneeb, Can you figure figure this out? Let's Here, let's I could, let. Let's move on, but let's let's yeah. figure it out because I feel like you have a really long list. But I mean, we both agree here. Number two, or for me, number one. But let let's let Big finish. Okay. Number two MVP. Who is your third and final guy on your MVP yeah, list? Yeah. So I have John Morant. Um, and as we go further in the podcast, you'll see that I have John Morant going one. It could be one of three directions this year. But one of the directions is MVP. Mm. And I think John Morant, as much as like he's fucking annoying. um, (laughs) Why is he annoying? Just Twitter fingers and Mm. just like mad talking shit when like Memphis Memphis hasn't done anything. mm, Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Don't you feel him though? I get it. How old is John Morant? He's like. 21, 22. Dude, 22. Let's just extrapolate ourselves. Well, for you, this is going to be a little bit of a closer day, but I'm, so me, I'm going on 33. So I'm 32 right now. And me at 22, John Morant's age, the fact that he's acting annoying and just acting wild. I mean, I feel like that's, that's, that's a right of a man. You know what I'm saying? I get it. He's like, he's in his toxic prime is what I'm saying. Yeah. I get it. Oh wait, carry on. Okay, well, with John Morant, I think that it also depends on where Memphis is uh, at the end of the season. Mm. If they're home court advantage first round, and, you know, we already know Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to have injuries. Um, Desmond Bain will probably be there. Dylan Brooks is going to have injuries. Dylan Brooks isn't really any good. Desmond Bain is huge, though. Desmond Bain is good. Mm. But Ja is going to be need to be that guy. Memphis last year, they won a ton of games without Ja, and it kind of hurt his case. Yeah. Cuz everybody's like, "Oh, they don't need Ja Morant to win." Mm. This year will be his year to prove that Memphis is even better when he's there cuz they are good without him. They had they won a lot of games without him. But if he's there and they are a top 4 seed, Ja Morant has to be put in that conversation. Um I think that the conversations were starting last year. Mm. Um, and this year it's just going to grow stronger and stronger for his case. And, you know, it's really just depends on if he can stay healthy with the play style that he has and if he can stay consistent. Cause right now he's not a great shooter Mm -mm. and he relies so much on getting into the paint, jumping around. Right. You 
you're risking injury. Going in there. Go ahead. Yep. It's it, I, I. He reminds me of Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Young Derrick Rose won that MVP. I think Jaw is going to have to have. It's going to have to be a better season Absolutely. than Derrick Mar- Derrick Rose's MVP season, just because of how strong a seasons that people like Joel, Luca, Jokic, yeah. even though he probably won't win three straight MVPs, you know, NBA just sure. doesn't like that. Yeah. But Jokic is going to be at that top tier level. And you're going to have to look at Ja and say, how did he help Memphis Grizzlies more than Jokic helped the Nuggets? Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's crazy that you picked Ja Morant. I mean, not really that crazy, but it's something that's a little bit more unconventional. But I totally agree. I feel like John Morant is 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 ready for the big stage. Um, young dude, and he obviously has some type of, of, of something inside of him where he just really wants to win. And it maybe comes out as a bit arrogant or a bit annoying, but I feel like that fire is there. And, you know, when you're younger like that, you have to understand how to hone in that type of passion and how to use it um, constructively when you're on the court and when, when for it not to let, you know, things dictate or take over it. You know, a lot of the times you have all this fire as a young person and you're ready to win, you're ready to, you know, get all these does. But at the end of the day, you're not focused because you feel like you're, you know, you, you feel like you're either there ready or you feel like it's something that's that you're just too excited. You're not calm, you know. So, you know, I, I feel like John Moran's a great pick. But for me, my top three will be, of course, number one, mass fans, Luka Doncic. Poopa dog shit. I, I think this man could average a triple double. Yeah, I mean, he definitely could. Yeah, and and you know, I don't know what the odds are. You could look it up on FanDuel or wherever you bet, but it's like for me, when I'm looking at Luka Doncic, he has the absolute package. This man's is a shooter, penetrator, mid-range, crazy back down game. He understands mismatches. He understands the tempo of the game. He knows who needs to get involved in the first or second quarter because they have a bad attitude. They're just not that alpha. They can't get back on a second quarter if they don't get at least two or three touches. There's some dudes out there, big men especially, if they don't get two or three touches in the first five to ten minutes of the game, they're not playing defense. They're not rebounding. They're not hustling. They're not contesting shots. So I feel like Luka Doncic understands that. That's one thing about him that's the most innate thing is when we're talking about MVP. Yes, you could have the athletic ability. Yes, you could have a really good team and support around you. But in that person itself, do they have the type of maturity and understanding of the game, intellectuality, IQ? You're talking about like Kobe, you know, Michael Jordan, LeBron. Those people have IQ and understand that it's not really just about how athletic you could be, how fast you can run, how high you could jump. It's understanding who your teammates are and who needs to get involved in the future, who needs to get involved right now. Those are things that make MVP number one, Luka Doncic, absolutely top in my list. What about the maturity thing that you said, though? Mm-hmm. He's always out there crying. He's always out, he's Objection. getting texts. He's he's crying, he's crying, Objection. he's crying. Like just like I mean, I don't want to say it's just a European thing, but do you think do you think that because he's European, maybe he doesn't get as many calls, mm. maybe you know that that builds up a rage that sure. seems to happen with a lot. Of, like we've always talked about throughout the NBA history like Manu Ginobili, people like that that like flopping and you know crying for calls. Yeah. Do you think it's because Europeans don't get as many calls? I want to disagree with you just because, but yeah, I do agree with you. It's a lot. It's a lot because the first, so first of all, the European game is totally different, you know, um, with the NBA game, the NBA game, I feel like it's predicated just upon superstars. One-on-one, you have a lot of three pointers, you know, but 
when you're talking about international, it's a team effort. A lot of people are getting involved. There's a lot of ball movement, a lot of mid-range, right? Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about here is two different games. And I feel like when you do come from Europe and you transition into the U.S., like someone like Luka Doncic, uh, there's a there's a, a wave of, uh, I would say, stereotypical thinking when it comes to European players ever since. Because it's always been, you know, an unspoken thing where we're talking about AAU, U.S. bred players that grow up in the U.S. circuit compared to the people internationally. And people internationally, I feel like, never really got the credit. You know, you have mm-hmm. the Mana Ginobili, so you have a lot of people, even Dirk Nowitzki. There's so many people that are from Europe that are labeled soft, are labeled this, mm-hmm. are labeled that. So there's disdain. There's a type of, um, you know, I feel like refs do overlook uh, overlook European players and it's up to a superstar like Luka Doncic to maybe transform into what Twitter would say is a foul merchant like mm-hmm. James Harden. Um, who else? I don't know. Chris Paul, maybe, you know, things like LeBron mm-hmm. because flop. exactly. And you know, as a Hooper that when you're getting a free throw, you're getting to the line because you got a call. That's not only getting you two points. That's telling that defender that fouled you that might be at three fouls at the second half, I need to chill out. So the way that that defender that just fouled you is going to play is going to be le- less aggressive. So you know that if you're Luka Doncic. So you, you're, you're thinking, if I could get my team and put that team on my back by putting the refs on notice and saying, hey, X, Y, and Z is grabbing me in the lane. I need to get a call. You haven't give, given him a call in the last three possessions. Well, I think that's just part of MVP play. Yeah. I mean, Jokic went two seasons winning MVP without getting the calls that um, I feel and a lot of Nuggets fans, obviously, biased feel. Um he got hacked a lot. He always left the game bleeding arms. Right. Shooting two free throws a game. Yup. Versus Joel Embiid getting, you know, 14, 12, 10 and free throws. And that's, uh, you know, not to cut you off, but that's a really, really good segue into my next mm-hmm. person as MVP. And that's Mr. Joel Embiid. But go ahead. Keep talking about Joel Embiid. Yeah, no, I think that Joel Embiid, the, so much of his game relies on getting the getting to the foul line right and so i mean obviously if he's able to contain uh, sustain those uh free throw numbers he's gonna have that same 30 points a game i think he's gonna get more than 30 points a game i don't think that it's gonna change i don't think he's just he's dominant Mm -hmm. and he's very very good at flopping and (laughs) you have to be good at flopping Let's be honest to get to the line, right? And Jokic, Flopping Jokic, is such a negative. Hold on, no, it doesn't. Flop. No, because Jokic can't flop, right? He has, he doesn't have the athletic ability. It's, it's a gift. It's a skill to okay. be able to flop. So it's a positive comment. It's a very, it's a very positive comment. Okay, like I wish that you know my favorite player and Jokic had that ability to he would flop. Get so he would get but five free throws more each game. The way that he falls to the ground mm-hmm. looks scripted. Yeah, it looks super scripted, Unnatural. especially even live. Like, you know, you look at flops and you look at them in slow motion. It's like, okay, that's a flop. But you watch it in in real time, like you're a ref. Mm. Real skilled floppers will be yeah. like, "Yo, I got fucked up in the lane. Mm-hmm. Call that shit." So that's uh, Joel has that ability, and I think Joel is going to continue to score at a you know a crazy rate for a big man. Absolutely, yeah, and I'm glad we agree there. Uh, I'll go ahead and get my last one, but I think the next 
I don't know, for me, the next subject is really, really fun. Uh, interesting when it comes to top three. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, before we do that, how about we just like kind of talk about us, right? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So obviously I'm Bake Boonwell. A lot of you may that may be listening probably know me. Um, I was kind of like, I've been through Nuggets Twitter. I've, I've, I've been a fan of Nuggets. Um, Shout out the handle? Uh, Bake Boonwell. No, no, no. The Twitter handle or for Nuggets. For, oh yeah. Nuggets out of context. Nuggets OOOs or... OOC okay. at Nuggets OOC. Um, you know, I'm the creator of that. Uh, I've created a lot of like Nuggets content that, you know, has been ripped from me and I haven't been given credit. I'm going to go through my Joker stages, getting back at all of you one by one. You hear that? <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fat serving man, you know, that shit. Yeah, I made that shit blow up. And now fucking that was you? official teams, official teams have been posting that shit. And I, you know, yo, hey. If you're retweeting, if you're on Twitter and you're retweeting some type of meme that has a fat Serbian man, like in you the caption, lost. you just lost to anything that says you just lost to and like some random player wow. that, that all you other fan bases tried to use. Mm. That was me. You should fucking credit me in every post and be like, yo, this, this is the OG. Mm-hmm. He made the, the fat Serbian. You just lost the fat Serbian man video with chief Keith. Ha ha ha. Mm. Over the top of it. Yup. Yeah. So that's, so let's just address this real quick. Give this man his credit. Mm-hmm. Get on your Twitter, Bake Boonwall at Show Twitter. Show some love. Show some love. I deserve the love. You ever see a picture with Jokic with waves and fucking AirPods and diamond Yo, studs? that was not you. That was me, dog. For real? I, I, I made the very first one. I posted in a he reply. He never told me that. I posted in a reply of fucking Bleacher together. Report. And then fucking got like 600 likes. Next thing I know, everybody's fucking posting it. Did they at least call the Bleacher Report? You know how they go? ESPN was like, can I please use this? No, and they I- didn't use it. It was all the other people that were like mm. in the replies. Like, wow. That started using that shit. Obviously, if I think, I don't think Bleacher Report would probably, you know, might be a that little racy. You? Yeah, that was, that was me. I made a Luca one too. I've seen, I've seen the Luca one before. I yeah. Seen the- I made wow. both. That was me. I literally didn't know this. That's amazing, bro. My bad. My yeah. Bad. Hey. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect saying. in his name. Okay, so that's so that's a little bit of big boon wall. Me, mm-hmm. I'm Trill Gene, two on four with three L's. I used to do YouTube, you know, do fun things like 2K, Madden, things like that. Um, Trill Gene with three L's, because one L is for you. <laughs> Trill Gene, two on four, two on four. I'm from Dallas, so yeah, mm-hmm. man, I'm just you know, I'm just I'm just a dude that loves Dallas. You know, I, mm-hmm. I love everything Dallas. I love you know the Cowboys. You could see and Mavericks. Um, been a fan since about maybe like Cowboys fan since 01. Uh, shout out to Quincy Co- Cocaine Cowboy Carter. Um, that was the quarterback for Dallas at the time. And I really grew up in the Dirk era mm-hmm. where it was, you know, I mean, 2011 was kind of like a tail end of Dirk's, Dirk's uh, career whenever they won the championship. But, you know, I've been a Mavericks diehard fan for so long and I like to play basketball. So, I mean, that's just a little bit yeah. about, about me. Um, as a Filipino man, do you feel like a race trader for not being a fan of the Golden State Warriors? Yeah. So there's so there's so many. It's it's a population thing with uh, Golden State and Oakland and the Bay, L.A., California in general. So I understand all my Filipino people in the Bay, especially love the Golden State Warriors. But let me just say this, and I say this from the bottom of my heart. 
85% of y'all are bandwagoners. Mm-hmm. AKA, if you started watching the Golden State Warriors when it was already Steph, Clay, and Draymond, yeah. you might be a bandwagoner. So that's you why I be. rock with the Mavericks. Okay. Because I'm from Dallas. Yeah. And I'm not a bandwagoner. And that's the same reason I rock with Nuggets. I'm Big born fact. and raised here, man. Yeah. I, I started watching basketball about the time that Melo came into the league. Um, and that was about the time. That's Carmelo Anthony for the yeah, young kids. Yeah, not not, not the ball. other one. Yeah. Um, and my favorite player that really got me into basketball, he was still on the Sixers, but Allen Iverson, yeah, always my guy. I wish I could play like him and kind of like. Oh, I love Allen. I always tried to model my game after him, but in reality, I have like a video. This is kind of like what I play like now. Um, you want to pull that up? Yeah, let's pull that pull up. Pull that shit up. So you're saying this is how you play exactly right now as of this moment. Yeah. Watch Whoa. number watch big number fifty. Yes, sir. Oh my God. Yes, sir. Absolute unit. He is coming out dude. here. You know, he's coming in for probably about a two minute stint. Just tired as fuck. Just getting off the bench. The score That's is how I am. Point. Yeah, okay. This Look is... at this. Dime. Oh splash. My. Number fourteen splash. with the ratchet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out Chris Smooth. Wow, okay, number 50, I see you. Yeah, number 50. Taking the ball Seven out. foot tall. You know, I'm 6'5", so I always try to have guard skills, but, you know, mm. coaches always try to meet. Oh! Oh, my God. See, now that's that's a distraction move. He's just trying to distract the other team. Here he comes. Oh, uh, dime. <laughs> right over the top. Boom! He's going straight to the bench. Yes, he's tired. No, he's injured. <laughs> <laughs> But let's look at the replay. That's amazing. <laughs> Number 14 again. They're homies. They're homies. Yeah, 50 they're, and 14 are homies. Yes, sir. That was amazing. Yep. Look, Ass crack hanging out. Mm-hmm. Just like me. As, ch- every time I'm fucking leaning They're checking over. his Achilles, though. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. that's how you, So that's how you play a lot. And you know. Yeah, you know, I, I try to facilitate. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up. I played a lot of ba- basketball. was my life as a kid. I grew up playing a lot of basketball. I've played at... Um, you know, not I haven't really played at high levels, but um, you know, throughout school, I was always, despite being taller, mm. trying to bring the ball up, trying to facilitate. Um, so that's always been my game. So you know, I really appreciate a guy like Jokic because he, you know, was kind of kind of like you, kind of like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate a guy like Luka because I'm like him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't have any clips up there, but just remember, we'll definitely have some more proof on how Bake plays. And how Chuo Jean plays. But yeah. let's get to top three ACL tears. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what it is. Who in the 2022 to 2023 season do you think Mr. Bake Boonwall at Bake Boonwall at Twitter, do you think is going to have a top three ACL tear? Yeah. So obviously ACL tears is part of every season. It's mm-hmm. so unfortunate. It's We're not thing. wishing this on We're people. We're not wishing it. Okay. No other, no other news source is going to talk about this shit. Being it, real. Because it's like... F- fucking what it's do you taboo. Call it? Taboo. Yeah, that's absolutely. the word. It's taboo. No. It's like, but you know what? If you're a sports better, if you are someone that's placing futures on a team, futures on a player, you gotta look at these risks, right? So got to. the risks that I'm looking at, number one, mentioned earlier, John ja Morant. Oh my god. <laughs> Mr. Pogo. So I, as I said, it could go one of three ways this season for John ja Morant. I'll mm. mention the other one later. Um, but if we look at the most recent 
kind of most dominant ACL tears in terms of players in the NBA that were more relevant. Jamal Murray, guard, shifty, mm. gets in the paint Athletic, a lot. Yep. Kyra Lewis Jr., another guard, that's shifty, quick, gets in the paint. So Kyra Lewis Jr. and Jamal Murray, um, not exactly the same player as John Morant by any means, but often we talk about big guys getting ACL tears, but uh, as we've seen, guards are definitely getting them. Uh, they're quick. If they're quick, they're moving a lot. They're jumping a lot. John Morant is that guy. He runs a lot. He shifts a lot. Mm. He jumps a lot. And he's jumping, like, dangerously. Yeah. This guy is trying to posterize everybody in the league. It's the young man toxicity. Exactly. And he's coming down hard. Mm. I, was, I, I don't know how he hasn't torn an ACL already yeah. just by looking at that shit. And like I said earlier, I mean, it reminds me of Derrick Rose. And we know what de- happened to Derrick Rose. God forbid it happens to John Morant. But, you know, I think that John Morant has to extend his game, play a three-point line too, be a reliable shooter. John Morant? Yeah. John Morant has to become yeah. a shooter. Over just being that athletic guy like Russell Westbrook or uh, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose had the mid game. John Morant has a little bit of mid game, but he's just, he scored more paint or more paint points than like most bigs in the league. Yeah, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Um, for Be number careful. John Morant, number one. Go ahead. Yeah. Number two. I'm praying for you, John. I hope you, you know, have a good season, but. Just my doctorate uh, opinion. Anthony Edwards is my number two. <laughs> He's not a doctor, by the way. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> Anthony Edwards is my number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially the same reason. Uh, he gets in a lane, jumps, shifty, quick. Um, he's going to have a lot of playing time. Same with John Morant. They're going to have a heavy workload as young guys. Uh, as long as they stay healthy, they're going to play every game of the season. They're not going to have any of that fucking <laughs> whatever you call it, load management. Nah. So that's whack. Anthony Edwards. I love Anthony Edwards as a player. I love watching him play. Um, and he can shoot the ball. So I think that there is that, um, you know, safe zone mm-hmm. where he can not solely rely on getting to the paint, trying to posterize everybody, even though he is dominant in that. Yeah. And you do have to do what is what you're dominant at. But Anthony Edwards can shoot and he's going to be, a, uh, you know, he's going to be contained on the outside as well. So, Facts. um, Anthony Edwards, hope you don't get hurt, but another doctored opinion. Uh, my notes for the third one is just Zion dash fat. Uh. Why, why are you body shame? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Zion is he was fat, right? Can we agree? Yeah, with that? no, he's. He, I don't think he is fat, really. Okay, um, go on. Just, yeah. just you know, joking around. I th- obviously, th- this guy could be like four hundred pounds and still kiss the rim. He's ridiculous. He's a freak of fucking nature. I, I'm six five. I can't even touch rim. I'm fat. That's fat. He's not fat. He's like what six 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 seven. Six six. Um, okay. Yeah. And I mean, he probably weighs as much as me, and he's jumping out of the gym. Um, Wait, how much do you think Zion weighs? I think he's like 280, 285. I'm not going to ask you how much you weigh. Okay, go on. Yeah, let me see what Zion. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like. I mean, the the so, 80. I mean, that's very understandable how you would make the note just Zion dash fat. Yeah, but, no, it's it's because he is such a prolific jumper. Yeah, and he's two eighty four. He's not he's he's not a skinny dude, is what we're saying. We're not body mm-hmm. shaming Zion. No, no, all no. we're saying is the never. Zion is on the heavier set. Never, we would never body shame. No, you. we don't body shame. Never, fat ass bitch. <laughs> Go on. But Zion, 
he plays undersized, mm-hmm. meaning he has to jump a lot. Right. Um, he's going to be in the lane because he can't shoot. He can't. He's, he's a shifty kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He goes after every block. He's jumping on that end of the floor too. Right. I mean, I'm just looking at the risks, right? Like yeah. he is at a higher risk because he is jumping so much. He weighs so much. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a fat way. I weigh a lot in a fat way. Not you, Zion. You see how he keeps reverting back to him to try to soften the blow of yeah. his Just initial body shame yeah. to Zion. But go on. Yeah, on. I mean, I I believe that Zion will probably have some injuries throughout yeah. his career just because of his it's, build and yeah. it's just kind of natural because um, his body is something different in no sus way no homo what do you mean different? No are you trying homo. to just say he's fat in another way i mean he looks fat right but he's not <laughs> he just looks it and he and his and his and the scale will be <laughs> You know, the BMI Yo, how many BMI times? calculators, mm-hmm. right? They're going to say, you are fat as fuck. <laughs> but it's not the case. I mean, We're not his, fucking, his, his biceps, cra- he's like flatten a f- basketball with his own hands. <laughs> I remember Summer League, his rookie year. Like, first play I saw this dude, he just ripped the ball out of some dude's hands as he's bringing the ball up Yo, and do just you remember, do you remember that, his face. Do you remember that one time that little fucking white boy was trying to guard Zion? Yeah, like, in high school, and he's like, what the fuck is this guy? Who is this guy? Anyway, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's my that's my top three for most likely to get an ACL tear. Uh, hope it doesn't happen, guys. Yeah, and so caveat to that, before we move on with my list of top ACL tears or, you know, we're not hoping that anyone tears their. We don't not hoping that anyone is even getting injured. We are NBA fans. Mm-hmm. We are NBA fans. We respect all the hoopers in their own way, in their own right. Just because they're out there trying to compete mm-hmm. away from the families, we don't want to see them fumble the bag and get an injury or anything like that. Yeah, without them, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Exactly, so. and we wouldn't have anything to watch. You yeah. know, that's very important to me. But nothing to win money on either. Nothing to win money on. Um, yeah. but. This is my top three, and the first one is Jose Alvarado Jr. I feel like we always talk about talking talk about the people that have an ACL tear that really matter, but I feel like Jose Alvarado Jr. is gonna happen just because yeah. he's that real like Bever- Pat Beverly s type of dude that's like running around the court, acting brazy. Mm-hmm. Chill out. Yeah. Number two. AD, I don't think this man's has ever gone through a whole season without some type of injury. Yeah, You guys Never. can fact check me on that, but I'm saying this dude AD doesn't like to hoop. Yeah. That's really what it is. I'm like, bro, just get out there. Stop know? fucking falling all the time. Absolutely. Stay on stay on your feet, you know, AD. So that's... Maybe maybe that's why he doesn't tear his ACL, though, because he always lands on his ass. He's yeah, never but, on his fucking feet. Yeah. It could be like preventing an injury. Well, I feel like you can still tear it if you fall over, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, take I mean, off wrong. he's not really trying to contest. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in L.A. That's a whole different story. I'm sorry for you Laker fans. But 
AD, number two, and number three, just because of what we were talking about earlier, and we agree that whenever you're a guard and you're playing very aggressive, especially you're always airborne up in the air, contesting shots, you know, jumping inside the lane, doing all those things like John Morant, which is my last person. And I feel like you're very susceptible to tearing your ACL. Yeah, for sure. And I think we both agree with that. So let's move on to our next list. Top three people in the NBA. And again, let me, this is another caveat. (laughs) We're not wishing for these things to happen, but we are the gather step podcast, me and big Boonwall at Twitter, big Boonwall and trail gene two on four. And we're just letting you guys know what we think is going to happen this year and take this information with a grain of salt, but don't be mad when we talk about who we think this upcoming season is going to get in trouble and get jailed. Yeah. Get arrested, man. Straight up. We're we're gonna br- we're bringing you the takes that ESPN won't bring you, right? No. Nobody else is gonna bring you this. Nothing. If you're a better, you need to know. You need to know the information. There, there's risks with certain people, right? Absolutely. And you're gonna rely on them for the season, even fantasy basketball. You gotta know the risks. You need the whole story. Out, off the court too. Absolutely. Um, so my top three most likely to get arrested. Number one, John Moran. <laughs> We should just call this John Morant podcast. But this like I said, a, been a three all lists before this. It, like three, I said, okay, go on. His his year could go one of three ways. He could win MVP, he can tear his ACL, or he could end up in prison. Or he could really just do all of it. Yeah. He go could. Ahead. Um so John Morant, I have him busted for a DUI. Um Damn. Basically, he loves Casamigos and <laughs> And he's in he's Shout in, out Casamigos Reposito And he's uh, He's in Memphis So he has to drive uh, I know he'd be smoking too <laughs> So I think it's just You know Matter of time I doubt he has a driver In Memphis Does Memphis have Personal chauffeurs What they don't got Uber No Maybe Maybe they don't have Uber In Memphis Let us know in the comments If Memphis has maybe Ubers Uber has not Expanded to the south yet, but I think that John Morant. I don't know. I think there's 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 a risk just based on his prior behavior, right? Where he's well, remember when he was on the private jet and it was with his dad or whatever. He was just drinking Casamigos straight out the bottle. That's dangerous behavior, and I see that as a risk for the upcoming season. <laughs> All right, so John um, Morant is number one. Yeah, number two is. Good old Malik Beasley. Oh, my God. Malik, Malik Beasley, Beasley, no matter where he's been, he's gotten in trouble. Mm. When he was with the Denver Nuggets, he met up with a former Broncos player in a hotel lobby and got in a brawl over uh, a female. Um, ended up simp. That female ended up being his baby mama, mm. and he got shipped out to Minnesota. Minnesota, a lot of shit went down. A lot of shit went down. And Minnesota, you know, I don't know if you ever seen like the email that he sent where no. he refers to himself as Poppy. This guy is sick in the head. And he's he pointed guns at children. Wait. And he got caught with hella weed with his bitch. His bitch was trying to like hide the weed too. And then he like cheated on her with Larsa Pippen like in the wide open. Just getting, and she's still with Scottie Pippen. She doesn't give a fuck. She's with every fucking young player. So Malik Beasley's sick in the head. He's already been in jail. I think he's going to get busted for battery. And then included in that battery will be a drug and gun charge now that he is in Utah. Mm. 
Um, sorry, that's hilarious. <laughs> number three, I have uh, another Nuggets legend, Bo Bo. Bo Bo, the everybody's favorite, Bo Bo, sweet Bo Bo. Well, Bo Bo is best friends with a serial rapist. <laughs> And Bobo hangs out with Ian Connor, who has an alleged, just look up, I think it's like Ian Connor, like 62 at this point. Just look that up. Ian Connor is also a felon, or like a, at least a convict, right? Besties. Now he's in Florida, where Ian Connor will definitely be at, because he's got connects, right? He, does, he doesn't want to be in fucking Denver. He wants to be hanging out in Florida, out by the beaches in Orlando. Mm. He's going to be he's gonna be with Ian Connor, who Ian Connor refers Bobo as his son. They are tight, tight. That's sus. Um, and now I just think that Bobo's going to get caught up in Ian Connor's shit, something like that. It's going to be a drug, drug and a gun charge. Oh, my God. Bobo, please don't do it. You're too big for all that shit. There's Bobo and Ian Connor. Yep. Okay, so, I mean, I'm so can so first, John Morant, second, Malik Beasley. And third, thirdly, last is Bobo. Bobo. Sweet I mean, Bobo. Sweet Bobo. Not for long. The fan's favorite. Fan's favorite. But, you know, for me, man, like it's, I don't want to get into this. I'm so a little background about us. We're, we are in e-commerce. Let's just leave it like that. That's all I want to say about that. We're in e-commerce, all of us. Okay. So we sell millions of dollars each year. I'm not saying I'm rich. I'm not saying he's rich. None of that. But I understand demographic because you have to if you want to be able to scale any e-commerce company. So I understand putting people in a bucket if I have to so that I can segment and I could adjust budgets of ads um, optimized in a way that's optimized in a way that has a lot of ROI. So what I am saying here, I feel like anyone that is not of the demographic of U.S. born, I feel like that's very, I mean, not U.S. born, but just more outside of the U.S., like not maybe European players, Asian players, um, you know, African descent. I feel like it's just a different vibe. I feel you grew up differently, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I'm an immigrant, right? I'm not, I'm not gonna be in jail. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom's gonna beat my ass. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying anything to disrespect anyone that grew up in the U.S. This and that. But I'm just saying my list transition is all NBA. You know. U.S. born players, and I just don't see Bol Bol going to jail just because I feel like you know in his head is like I gotta make my dad proud. Yeah, like, you know I, I like see that. that, but he also lost his dad pretty early, and then mm -hmm. grew up around Ian Connor. We'll definitely talk about losing a family member early in life because yeah. that's <laughs> it's a predicament that you put yourself in. And I mean, you know, I don't want to get too deep uh, on this podcast right now, but yeah. I feel like not history repeats itself, but it's just. It's mm -hmm. just difficult, you yeah. know. So let's transition into my top three uh, people who I think is going to jail, getting arrested. And I don't wish this upon anybody, but number one is DeJounte Murray. And before I go on even in any further, let's take a look at this clip of DeJounte Murray that's going to basically uh, tell y'all what I'm talking about. Boop, boop, boop. What is your first reaction to seeing that clip? Um... Keep, yeah, I think it's playing. I think it's someone that has no respect, you know, for Look for like who this guy is. It's like, oh, you're nobody. Who is number two though? He doesn't care because he's bouncing the ball off his head mm. more than three times. Yeah, one, 
two, three. I'm finding his family if I'm number two, right? I'm <sighs> tracking them down. I'm you saying, would think hey, they're I'm, in the stands. I'm at your grandma's house. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> Don't look outside. I ain't, I ain't like, this is a human being, right? It's, I, I think I, so. I get, <laughs> so it's not like, I think that he sees himself, DeJounte, as maybe above someone else just because he's in the NBA, right? Yeah. And, he, you know, he's hooping at another level. But I know that that number two ain't going to take that shit. I mean, he did. I though. mean, he did. But whoever like, number two is, I don't know. Maybe let us know in the comments. But what I'm saying is, like, you should have tackled him and beat his ass right there. Exactly. I, if someone did that shit to me, I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. Okay. If LeBron bounced a basketball on my head three times, I'm grabbing his neck. Yeah. And I hopefully I get, I get paid. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. I get it. Like, he did take it, but Dejounte, I think that there's like a what do you call it? Like a disconnect, right? Yeah. He's been in the NBA. He knows he's better than all the players out on the court, and then he doesn't respect them. Yeah. And I think that that could play into, like, you know, whatever you're going to talk about where I mean, he doesn't have respect for regular humans. He doesn't. And then that respect thing is a big deal, you know, because I feel like DeJounte being in Atlanta now, coming from a system like San Antonio, which is just a very stifled system. You can't really be yourself in San Antonio. Let's just be perfectly honest. You got to be who Pop is. You have to be the coach. You have to embody the franchise. And they do things in a square manner over there in San Antonio, but I feel like this is a player's league. Y'all people in San Antonio, y'all need to get some type of different regime there because y'all aren't going to do anything in the next 15, 20 years if you don't figure it out and cater these players to go to San Antonio. You did it with DeJounte Murray. You did it with Kawhi. Let these players players have a say. Let these players do them. And you're going to understand, oh, well, this is way easier than us trying to control who they are. So I feel like DeJounte Murray in Atlanta is just going to be a whole new person. You know, this dude is not in Pop's system anymore, not in Texas, San Antonio. Yeah, you're still in a conservative state. ATL, baby. ATL, Georgia. He already got videos of him in a strip club. Yeah, so he's already already going to Magic City. (laughs) He got the ones out from the ATM and was like, yo, I'm going to Magic Let's City. Go. I'm throwing ones. This is the Atlanta way. There's so many rappers here. If I really want to, I'm going to hit up Future, mm. Mr. Toxic number one, for talking about list. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, yo, what's good? So I feel like whenever it's, it's really about um, where you're at, and I feel like where he's at right now in Atlanta, this dude is prime to get in trouble and mm-hmm. when we're talking about trouble my next person is Deshaun Tate and again Deshaun Tate I feel like this is someone in Houston that's a conservative state and I don't want to single out conservative states but let's be honest you know you look like me and you're riding around maybe they're gonna ask two questions instead of one let's just leave it like that but Deshaun State is in Houston and you know I feel like he had a bit of a tough childhood. And I looked this up before we even did this whole thing because I don't want to be proven wrong and I don't want to be that guy that just takes a specific information or a specific fact and throws it out there out of context. This or ain't your you Twitter. Do, you do want to be proven wrong. Yes, but I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> and that's just me from the bottom of my heart. But I looked it up and, you know, Jashawn Tate, unfortunately, had his mom stabbed in 2004 by her husband. And I don't say this lightly, 
But if I see that shit or if I go through that shit, I might have some demons in the future that might lead me to getting arrested in 2022, 2023. Move on to the next one. (laughs) PJ Washington, Mm. the Brittany Renner baby daddy. Yes, sir. My boy. Thoughts and prayers go out to you, your loved ones. No thoughts. Don't fuck with any more thoughts. No thoughts, though. Prayers. My thoughts go out to you because I feel your pain. And you are a young boy that got finagled by uh, someone that's a little bit older, that might be a little bit wiser, that knows how to get the bag in Brittany Renner. Shout out to Brittany Renner. I think she's a Cowboys fan, but that's the only extent that I like her is just her being a Cowboys fan because this lady straight up finagled and finessed PJ Washington. And you do not come back from that with some type of repercussion in your head that maybe will lead you into getting arrested in 2022, 2023. Mm. Yeah. What are your thoughts? No, I think PJ Washington is a great pick. I think that it's a Malik Beasley type of situation Mm. where it's baby mama trouble and, you know, shit gets caught up as we've seen with Malik Beasley. It could be Brittany Renner crazy ass maybe coming after him and then he picks up maybe a battery charge, some shit like that. Do you have like a charge in mind that you think he'd be picked up with? Mm, I'm not thinking gun charge just because uh, Miles Bridges basically took all of the wacky all of the violence out of all that i think it's gonna be something dumb like my boy is trying to medicate off that britney renner bullshit and he might just be trying to smoke some weed it might be i don't know is charlotte letting people smoke weed for free or not for free but like legally legally i don't know i I don't know so it might be southern state southern state it might be drugs and if it's not drugs and minor possession it might be you know minor or someone trying to distribute yeah. The drugs, but and the biggest thing is just who you surround yourself with. Also, that Charlotte team is super young. PJ Washington, super young. Lamelo Ball, super young, and Miles Bridges is fairly young. And I feel like if you have someone in your locker room that you see every day, like a Miles Bridges, who, bro, like we're not condoning anything that Miles Bridges has done ever. Like you know, you shouldn't do what he what he did. He's got and, bars though. Exactly, he does have bars. Shout out Baby Tron and Miles Bridges. But what I'm saying here is if you're hanging out with these people every single day, you might turn out to be the 22 version, 2022 version of the Portland Jailblazers. Mm-hmm. And the Portland Jailblazers, if you guys don't know, is a team that basically ran between the years of 2000 to 2003 and they redeemed the jailblazers because there was just so much fuckery Mm. that was going on at that time case after case you have people getting in trouble for drugs and you have some people getting in trouble for you know marijuana things like that battery I don't even know, and I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now. A sex offender? You have a se- you have sex offender there. Ruben Patterson. Ruben Patterson, dude, get your shit together. Crazy. Man. What the hell? Okay, rotisserie league manager. I don't know, but there's a lot of stuff that was going on. It was on. all sheed. You got sheed. When you got sheed, I feel like in the in the Charlotte version, sheed is Miles Bridges, right? Where is yeah. that that like? That face of the crime, yeah. that face of the mean, and he instigates. He he's, instigates. He's like the dude in the group that's not trying to fight nobody, but he's like, "Yo, that dude over there." Mm-hmm. He said your mom was a bitch. Yeah, he's an instigator. That's mm-hmm. what he is. Anyway, Absolutely. Keep going. Um, well, can I get in my 
next part? Absolutely. All right. Um, so getting back to kind of like things that you actually can bet on. Mm. Um, we have the top three most improved yep. this upcoming NBA season. Um, and I have Zion again. Um, I think that Zion, if he remains healthy, uh, he can be an all-NBA guy for sure. Um, even just his rookie year showed just pure dominance. Yeah, and, so. um, you know, even without shooting, we look at Giannis, right? Mm. Giannis can't shoot, but he's just so dominant in the paint. Zion follows those footsteps. Uh, Zion's, in my opinion, you know, obviously – I think he's more athletic than than uh, Giannis, and Giannis is a freaking athletic yeah. beast, athletic freak, the Greek freak. So um, Zion, I think he he's oh. definitely. If we're looking at most improved based off of, hey, he was injured, dealt with a lot of injuries. Zion, I think Jamal Murray kind of fits in there too. I don't have officially have him, but mm. in terms of returning from injury That's a good one. and you know putting out an All NBA season, Zion's definitely up there. Um, number two, I have Tyrese Halliburton. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, no more Brogdon in Indiana. In Indiana, um, he's gonna get full reins, point guard. I love watching Tyrese Halliburton play. He's a great facilitator. He's got a weird jumper, but he can fucking shoot. He's more of a set shot, more of a catch and shoot type of guy. Mm. But I think that he's gonna lead this Indiana team. I don't think that they'll be great. I don't think that they'll yeah, maybe they may won't even make the playoffs, but asked, I think Halliburton will easily be able to be the guy on yeah, Indiana. Mm. Um, so that's the reason I have him in there. Um, then my next guy is Josh Giddy um, with with pick. OKC. That's I mean, a good pick. I think it's because I mean no, no Chet, Chet exactly no mm. Chet this year. Josh Peace. Giddy has to be the guy he next to, to obviously Shea Gilgis Alexander, mm. and as we've seen. The past three season, uh, SGA cannot be the sole guy. He no. can't be the only guy. I don't know if he's the number one. Yeah, I think that Josh Giddy has the potential to be the guy. Yeah. Um, and Josh Giddy, obviously, he can put up a triple double. That's kind of like the format for the NBA now in terms of a superstar, yeah. right? It's like, oh, he puts up triple doubles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jokic, Luka, James Harden, um, you know, any of those guys, they're seen as in their prime at least, top-tier guys. And Josh Giddy has that ability. Um, he needs to be able to shoot. He needs to learn how to shoot. Um, but in terms of where he's at right now, at his size, I think he's like, in my eyes, Ben Simmons-esque, but has a little bit of a better jumper. So I think that he can be another guy in that most improved. Okay. Um, for me, number one would be Jalen Green. I feel like Jalen Green is somebody that has all the athletic tools to be able to facilitate and score in the NBA and the next level like that. I think the departure of Christian Wood to the Mavericks is going to open up more chances for both uh, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green to be able to shine, do the thing. But I feel like KPJ is a really good assist man. I feel like Jalen Green is probably going to get a lot of that – those assist opportunities. But my Filipino brother, Jalen Green, number one. Number two is Anthony Edwards, uh, a.k.a. Kermit, for those that have mm-hmm. seen the Netflix uh, movie by Adam Sandler. Unlock your jaw. <laughs> yeah, great acting by, by, by Kermit, a.k.a. Anthony Edwards. So I feel like Anthony Edwards is ready to take the reins over the cats of the world in in Minnesota and I feel like Anthony Edwards is somebody that has 
all tools to maybe just explode in not only in scoring or rebounding, but maybe in their assist a little bit more. I feel like Anthony Edwards is set up for success. And, and the team that they have with Minnesota Timberwolves, it could be worse. I feel like they're middle of the pack, but I think they, he has enough to work with. He's got players. I mean, yeah. he's got, you know, obviously we look at D'Angelo Russell and say, you know, obviously he has regressed a good amount. Tremendously. Um, he has Rudy Gobert now, and he has Cat. Don't snitch. So. Um, you know, Russell. Rudy, I think that the only thing that could hurt his uh, thing here is Cat. Cat wanting to be the number one guy. Cat, yeah. you know, he kind of gets on ego trips and, you know, swears he's the guy, swears he's the number one center in the NBA. You're not he's that the, guy. You're not a better shooter than Dirk Nowitzki, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's the best, sh- best shooting big man of Terrible all time. Take. And, I mean, didn't he win? He won the three point contest, though. Yeah, but you're not the best big shooting big. Yeah, no, time. I I I agree. Yeah. I th- I think the but he can what shoot. could yeah he definitely can and he can shoot unlike Mid. other kind of big guys. He, he kind of looks like he always kind of has to take a shit when he runs. Yeah, and when he jumps, so is he still like, with Jordan Woods? With what? Is he still with Jordan? Oh, Woods? Oh, in terms of girlfriend, I have no idea. Shout out Jordan Woods. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, cat, he'll be playing four. Um, and I think that could hurt Ant's chances just because Cat will now have a more of a shooting, more of more offense flows through him type of role versus being a center where he's just kind of stuck down in the paint where he obviously doesn't want to be. Yeah, He wants to be 30 feet from the hoop. Uh, now he's going to get the opportunity to do that. So, um, But I do think that Anthony Edwards, he's, he's a generational guy in my, yeah. in my eyes. Absolutely. Anthony Edwards, number three for me. Uh, and... Let's move on to the last top three list that we have. Um, and that's top three least improved player mm-hmm. of 2022, 2023. Yeah. And let's switch up the format here. Let me give you my number one. Okay. I explained and you give me your number one. With So with my number one is my boy CP3, Chris Paul the third. Can mm. you believe that? There was... How many more? There's two Chris Pauls. <laughs> Bro, okay, so I get it. I would love to call my future son Eugene Villanos Jr., mm-hmm. but three Chris Paul, <laughs> whack. Anyway, I hate the Suns. I'm just going to say yep, it. Amen. I mean, they were a good team back then, but I will predict this right now, that the Suns is a mid-tier playoff team this year. I don't think they're going to get more than maybe fifth or sixth in the West. Uh, some people might think that they're actually really good during the season. During during the playoffs, they obviously choke, but I just feel like the reason for their decline this year where I believe they're going to be a lower seed team in the playoffs is the absolute decline of Chris Paul the third's play. <laughs> this dude in the playoffs at against the Dallas Mavericks did absolutely nothing Mm. and you can say it was a hamstring injury you can say it's any injury but for you to be on the court and try to maybe facilitate for your team or maybe try to defend any dallas mavericks player dude you might need to hang it up Mm. i'm just saying maybe you have two more years on the bench but not as a starting point guard player. That's who I think is going to be caught up by father time and eventually 
not be a top three improved player, but top three least improved player. Who's your number one? Um, so going down the line of kind of like point guards that have regressed, uh, Russell Westbrook is my mm-hmm. number one. Um, Terrible. Russell Westbrook, I mean, LeBron's out here on Twitter being like, I can't wait for him to go off, man. What are you talking up, about LeBron? Just, just a kid from Akron. No, yeah. Westbrook is not. That's all you are. Westbrook, he's either not going to play or he's going to end up on the bench. He's not going to play. Or he's not going to be happy. Yeah, he's not going to um, play. Westbrook, if he could shoot, if he could play defense, and if he could not turn the fucking ball over, he could be the starting point guard for the Lakers easily, right? Yeah, yeah. Westbrook still has abilities. Let's not pretend like he wasn't just, he's not just two years removed from almost averaging a triple double while he was playing for Washington. Well, hold on. What do you think his abilities are now? I mean, he still has the athleticism and speed, and he still has the playmaking ability, but. I think that his shooting has somehow regressed. Right. And it never it's, really it's good. almost to a just unplayable levels, right? Mm. He's he's doing that little elbow jumper that he's always done throughout his career. Broke. Usually usually Bro- usually like in the past, right? It was pretty consistent. Can I work? I would love to work with Russell Westbrook and I don't even play ball, but it's like you're using way too much arm, bro. Mm. You're using way too much legs the way that you're trying to bounce up like a pogo stick and it's so stiff every time the russell westbrook shoots or every time russell westbrook dribbles this dude has like a straight dude you know it's just Mm -hmm. straight up dude exactly yeah get loose if you ever want to work with us russell westbrook (laughs) we don't play ball but bro someone needs to tell you you need to use more wrist man go ahead yeah go on um yeah but i mean that's getting to the end of the point but i think that he's just not going to be the guy that people lakers fans are still expecting him to be and i love russell Um, yeah no and you know i like the brody i've i was a big fan of yeah of russell westbrook for a long time uh but there's just certain things you have to face and the nba changes yeah. a lot faster than a player can change. Right. And he just he doesn't have the ability to be the Lakers uh, starting point guard if he hasn't improved in terms of shooting uh, and limiting turnovers. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think he's least improved this year. I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, Russell Westbrook is is generational talent for sure. 2 to 3 seasons removed from averaging a triple double nearly and it's just one of those things that's very very tough to to, you know, uh kind of witness because yeah. it's someone that we've all grown fond of and you know for me whenever Kevin Durant left uh OKC I really had so much respect for Westbrook you know mm-hmm. um for him to stay at stay a small there. market type of of city and, and you know NBA team like the OKC Thunder and to try to do his very best until the end of the you know his career obviously it, it is very admirable and shout out Russell Westbrook but bro Brody, you're gonna be not improved. That's that's just what it is, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just the cards is just dealt. You know, it's just father of time is undefeated, my boy. So number th- two for me is Udonis Haslam. When we're talking about father of time, you're not gonna do shit, man. <laughs> you're not. You're a coach, bro. Why haven't you transitioned into staff yet? You're how old is how why, old is this dude? Why 44? is he taking up a player spot, exactly. like a roster spot that is so valuable in the NBA, and he's just like. Yeah, man, I'll I'll sit on the bench. <laughs> He's again. rebounding for people at practice. Yeah, remember? Uh, I think it was last year where they actually put him in the game, 
And Tyler Hero tried to throw a lob to that him. Was, that was so stupid <laughs> of Tyler Hero, bro. Don't fucking... Don't try to hurt your OG here. You think he uh, could dunk that? He can't. Anyway, I mean... I don't think he can touch net. Like, I mean, yeah, he, he can. But <laughs> I, I don't think he touched, like... He can't, he can't dunk. dunk he yeah, can't he dunk. dunk, right? So... Hey, so, yo... Adonis has him. I think you can still dunk. That's just my perspective. Uh-huh. I think you could dunk. There's going to be some special circumstances for you to do so. You're not doing it in game, though. That's the gray hair sure. is heavy, man. Yeah, the gray, you know, all of it is heavy at this point. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have Adonis has him. Number two, I'm like, bro, I'm not saying you're washed, but I'm saying that you need to just move away from the bench and the whole playing. You need to just let go. I know Spolster's probably paying them good money. And Spolster mm-hmm. tries to do that. And it's it's a generational thing where they always try to do that. They did that with Alonzo Mourning. They did that with Zoe to be that dude that's, you know, should be on the coaching staff, but it's still going to be there for moral support for the young guys. I'm really not sure how good that works. I mean, I guess the Heat is a first one to two round exit team in the playoffs. So I guess it's working fine, um, especially after the Miami Heat franchise experience, what they experienced with losing all those you know the lebron james d wade chris bosh losing all them and them still being relevant in the east when it comes to playoffs time because of the jimmy butlers or the people they brought to organization is really dope but udonis has them hang it up you're (laughs) gonna be one of the least improved players not because of anything other than the fact you're old bro Mm -hmm. that's all and Old is not bad. It doesn't have a negative connotation. It's factual. So know that Mm -hmm. before you be on one of our lists to say that you're going to tear your ACL. Be careful. All right. Um, Number last one. (laughs) Number last. I got got two more. Oh, number two. Go ahead. Oh, hold on. Sneep, where are we at on time? Okay. Let's just wrap. We'll wrap this list up and then we'll call it a day. Absolutely. Um, So my number two is DeAndre Ayton. Um, young guy, obviously, and former number one overall pick, uh, recently resigned with Phoenix. Um, Mm. we both hate Phoenix. I'll, I'll just come out and say it. Fuck Phoenix. Well, you hate Phoenix because of the guy in the Denver Nuggets arena, the ball arena. Fucking sons and three. No, it's, it's the whole fan base. Uh, you know, sorry, but you know, NBA Twitter, uh, Suns people, and some the of the sun- worst. And then, like after they're winning, they're like posting videos, you know, of the players. They're like, yeah, we're still, we're still working out, we're still All grinding, keep shit. the grind up, right? No. Uh, DeAndre Ayton's not going to change. Absolutely, DeAndre Ayton being in the same system. Hey, can I um, just ask you a question real quick about the yeah. Suns? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like they were a part of the whole train situation, DeAndre Ayton? Uh, yeah. Am I allowed to ask you that? Yeah, no. I Who think, do you think was in it? So. Devin, Devin Booker. This is another. Devin list. Booker was the guy that had to go first, right? Oh my That's God. the way that I assumed it. So can, can you run it back and tell and tell the people what we're talking about here? Yeah, we're, like there was a no jumper. I think podcast was where it was like, um, they had some thotty on there. It was like, yeah, the whole Phoenix Suns team pretty much ran a train on me. But it was like, <laughs> yeah, someone someone's got to go first, right? And Devin I, Booker. I, I, it I was Devin that. Booker, and then you know I think. I think really like I can't name who was on the team at that time Jay exactly. Crowder. Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, uh, Chris Paul. I doubt Chris Paul was in there. <laughs> honestly, I don't think Chris Paul was there. Wait, wait, wait. So Sneeb got this pulled up right now. We're looking at the bro. By Seven Phoenix Suns players in one night. Uh, see, I can't even name. 
I can't name seven Phoenix Suns players that was playing in 2019 and 2020, but I can probably agree that Denver uh, Booker went maybe first. Maybe Troy Daniels was maybe there. Yeah, so like, random like, you know, 3D yeah, these guy. guys. Um, but yeah, DeAndre Ayton, not going to change. He's going to be the same guy, same role, mm. as long as he is in Phoenix and as long as he is surrounded by Devin Booker, Chris Paul, uh, Mikael Bridges, <laughs> and others. Whole team seven. Okay, so seven. I mean, that's more than the starting lineup. That's shit. They're shit. If if they're saying there's seven, and this is me trying to be not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like one of the maybe the coaching staff got in there too. Mm, Monty maybe, Williams, we see you, big Ma- dog. No, I don't know about Monty. Maybe like a strength and conditioning <laughs> coach, like a younger yeah. dude trying to get their career off the ground. Mm-hmm. He's just collecting balls. Yeah, know, he's collecting balls. He's just probably like, hey guys, let's just go ahead and do this all together and maybe yeah. we'll build some Come more, on guys, it'll be rapport. fun. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it's yeah, it was on Adam 22's No Jumper and they, they spoke about this, but in my opinion, if they're saying seven and, you know, no disrespect to the thoughty that, you know, that said this, but you probably lying, bro. I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, she's saying it's seven. Who, there's no proof to that. I'm thinking it was three people. Number one, Devin Booker. I know DeAndre Ayn got in there, and I'm thinking it's Jay Crowder. And Jay that's Crowder. that's all I think it is. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've pretty much finished. I think that, yeah, DeAndre Ayton, same guy. Yeah, absolutely. And to round it off with the top three least improved, we have Carmelo Anthony. This is another. I have have the oldest list, I feel like. Yeah. Shout out Carmelo. Love all that stuff. Loved your time in the NBA when you were actually relevant. But you're not LeBron, bro. You're not CP3. You're not the focal point of any team. You can go to the Mavericks, but I feel like it's something that you need to kind of realize, too, along with UD, Udonis Haslam of the Miami Heat, that, Brody, it it might be time. Yeah. And and you could probably be a good bench player for another year, another two years, but after that, you have to think about it might be time, you know. So I'm thinking for the next year upcoming, Carmelo Anthony, yeah, you're not doing. I, it. You're I not doing you know, much. I loved Melo. Obviously, Nuggets fan. A lot of Nuggets fans don't have love for Melo. I don't have a whole lot of love for Melo, but I do have. some. How much love do you have? I have probably like, you know, out one, of a hundred percent, probably forty five. Ooh, that's a failing grade. Love. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's an Asian Z. He's not the true number one five, so that's what it is. Uh, my number three, is Pascal Siakam. Ooh. Um, another guy that's, you know, all-star. Uh, but I think that this team just isn't Pascal Siakam's anymore. This is yeah. Scotty, nah, Scotty Barnes. It's Scotty Barnes, one rookie of the year. Uh, Scotty Barnes has a similar build almost. And Pascal, NBA knows how to guard him. Mm. Spinning boy. He spins and spins and spins. And, you know, he's not as efficient. He's not going to be that next Giannis that everybody thinks he is just because of his build, right? No. I think that it is now Scotty Barnes's team. It's going to be Scotty Barnes. I don't know if I believe in Fred Van Vliet that much for too much longer. Um, really? Just to be honest, I I, I see him as you know a, a very solid starter and maybe an all-star, but I don't think that he's ever going to be the guy, right? Um, and the Raptors are going to go through this weird period like they had last year where it's not quite a rebuild, hmm. but they aren't good. So, so just, just to add color, Fred Van Fleet in 2021 for the Raptors as a six, one starting point guard, averaged 20.3 20. points, 20, 4.4 I mean, 4 rebounds. 
and 6.7 assists. I loved playing him in fi- fantasy. He's amazing. He's Great amazing. Fantasy he's guy. he's a, he's basically but he's 6-1. He's 6-1, but he I not mean, athletic. My man does it all. Kind of chubby. 2021 though, Scotty Barnes averaged 15.3 points and 7.5 rebounds and three and a half assists. Mm-hmm. Rookie year. Rookie Solid year. Rookie year. I don't. So give me one more year of Fred Van Fleet, and then maybe Scotty Barnes could take over. I know everyone is hyped on Scotty Barnes right now, but I feel like you're not going to be Scotty Barnes without Fred Van Fleet. No, I don't you have a problem a, with Fat Fred Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he's going to, you know be less of a player this year. I think it is Pascal Siakam that sure, will sure. end up being less of a player. I think he's going to take a lesser role. Um, he's not going to be the primary ball handler that we've seen. He's just not capable of it. No. Um, he, he can he's dribble. He's, he's, you know, shifty for how big he is, but mm. he's not He's not going to be anything more than he ever was before. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely agree. Okay. And, I mean, that's, you know, know. that's that, and – my yeah. my top three list CB three Donis Haslam Carmelo and I feel like Bake your you know your list is pretty comparable to mine's mm-hmm. um, I feel like this is something that is you know one of the things that we kind of agree on is if you're old get the fuck out of the NBA yeah. bro. The <laughs> keep fuck. the young bloods coming in go make man. a business or go get on the coaching staff yeah you let the other people shine you yeah. know what I'm saying and I know it's tough because you love the game and you've been in it for so long. But let these young boys shine, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, thanks All for right. tuning in, guys. Uh, this has been the Gather Step Podcast at Gather Step Pod on all platforms. All platforms. Um, what are we on? We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Instagram. Are we on YouTube yet? We will be on YouTube. We'll be on YouTube. Be on TikTok. We'll be on TikTok. Not Facebook. No Facebook. We don't need We're that. not boomers. Nah. We don't really want boomers listening to us. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Peace. Peace.